from here in the I tried to do do the right thing living my life with the words that I sing now tell me I wanted to know what happened to my best friend as days turn to weeks and weeks turn to years I feel for my brother feel for my brother and as time passes by I say it I'm satisfied Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. A couple from here in the borough is begging for help today, saying they and their children are dealing with deplorable living conditions. Their NYCHA home. from here in the borough is begging for help today, saying they and their children are dealing with deplorable living conditions in their NYCHA home. They have leaks, mold, and they've gotten little to no help. News 12's Faith Graham taking us inside the home and has their story. Kadeem Campbell and his family have been living in the Melrose houses for more than seven years, but within the last two months, he says it's been chaos. Campbell says the wall in his children's room has flooded with water from busted pipes in his kitchen. The wall unable to be painted over because of how soggy it is. You can see in this video that Campbell shot water coming straight into his two daughters bedroom. The room flooded while they were asleep inside. Both daughters have severe asthma and other health issues, unable to live in these conditions. He says they haven't been able to be in their room for three weeks. The painting that sheds, you know, across the room, it, um, it, it triggers her asthma. The coughing, my daughter, she deals with a nosebleed. That could trigger her nosebleed too. At, at some point in time when my kids need me, you know, I just wish they was here where I could just automatically, you know, soothe them. Campbell said he has several tickets filed with NYCHA and they have come to paint and plaster the walls, but they either don't finish the work or they run into a new problem, delaying the fix even further. In Melrose, Faith Graham, News 12. Now we did reach out to NYCHA to learn when they can expect these issues to be fixed. They say there's no active leak at this time, but they will work on scheduling additional repairs tomorrow. 
Alright, y'all. Oops, wrong music. Where am I at? Hold on, wait, wait. That's the inspirational song. That was Johnny's Johnny's joint. That's it. Woo! Alright. Alright. One night to show. We're here. We in the building. Sandre is here. Stan is here. Mike Jones is here. Sandrea Coleman is here, because you can see her on the screen. We all here, y'all. So right now, New York City is 77 degrees. The low is going to be 66 today. You're going to have some nice weather tonight. You can put the ACs on low. Big shout out to all y'all on the Cross Bronx. I see y'all. A little bit of traffic going on out there. But I'm glad you tuned in to watch the show. Make sure you guys share, and I'm here. All right, share, 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 share. Oh, I can make comments now? Hey, couldn't type before. System updated, something new. Hey. All right. So today, 4 o'clock is the one night to show. We got it going on. We're going to give you some updates, show you some news, show you some apartments, talk about some things. Big shout out to that family in the Bronx. I feel your pain. We're going to play that. Your situation's out of control. As so many of us in Nitro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to hit the button. We break it down. One, two, three, and bang. Oof, we are back. Mics are on. He cracked the mics. Now y'all can hear us. Yeah, now y'all know everybody's in the house. Oh, man. It's another good week to be back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, My week was relatively uneventful, really. Been doing the bike riding thing and doing that and stuff like that. Saw some stuff on News 12 the other day, so I decided to download that. Big shout out to Jackie Mercer to put me up on that. Um, but that's kind of what my week has been. I just kind of pass it on because nothing really happened this week that I can remember. I went to a cardiologist. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, was saying? So, yeah. I guess that was a big deal. He yeah, was like, yeah, you know, you're okay. You're in good shape for 54 years old. So I got to do a stress test on the 29th. Okay. okay. You know, go okay. do that. But ironically, uh, I DJed a wedding, right, this on Friday. And my cardiologist was after he's there. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he saw me Keeping dancing. Eye on you. He saw me dancing. He was like, I think you'll be all fine, all fine with that stress test. He said, you look good. I was like, all right, well, we'll do it anyway. Don't even sweat it. So that's kind of deal. Chandrea, what was your week like? What's going on? Yeah. Hello. Greetings, all. Um, thanks again for y'all tuning in. And uh, my week was, as always, busy and blessed. Um, constantly still checking on neighbors, uh, making sure they have enough PP. Um teaching people and telling them about ERAP, you know, if they're behind in their rent. Uh, I'll drop a link in later for that, um, just in case anybody has any issues with their um, rent and they're behind that they can try, um, to my understanding. Um, Public assistance, if people are going to public assistance, they are referring you to ERAP Mm -hmm. first. And with ERAP, if you can get the funds to pay your rent, you actually don't have to pay it back as opposed to with public assistance, you will have to pay it back. Wow, that's so important. that's, yeah, very important. Um, Wednesday, CB8 uh, Manhattan, which I'm a member of, had their housing um, committee meeting and it was about affordable housing on the Upper East Side, which is very scarce over there besides the three public housing developments um, that we have um, in CB8. And I urge all our viewership to 
uh, go to your community board meetings. They're virtual still because of this pandemic, especially your housing, your full board committee or your land use committee meeting. Those meetings are important from the fact that, you know, we have issues in public housing. The community board is a government agency and it's made up of 50 volunteers that are members, you know, including the chair. But with that said, your borough president, you know, oversees it as well. But it's a, it's a space for you to let them know what's going on and they can actually do a resolution. They can actually work to help, you know, with public housing issues, with private housing issues or anything like that. You know, use them. They are a great resource. Um, and lastly, today is 414th day with UES amazing, for BLM. Amazing, amazing. Uh, as I shared with you all before, we uh, transitioned after our 405th day to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we're not out there seven days, but we're out, we are out there still three days a week. And um, on yesterday, I was out there. I had a, a very weird experience with a Caucasian lady that was heckling me while I was speaking. Wow. And I communicated back with her why I had the bullhorn on. And she said, why are you? I'm not yelling. I have the bullhorn. I'm speaking to people and you're heckling and saying these things. And she had the nerve to say she had a, a black husband. Okay. Mm. What does that mean? What kind of thing but anyway, saying? just yeah. I, I won't go on into okay. it, but it was basically, you know, you know, some people are not for it, you know, for the BLM movement. And um, as you all know, today, April 1st, we will be discussing it, the moratorium yes. um, that's taking well, place. Were you saying something that prompted her to have to well, say that she had a black husband? Like, Well, we're, we're out. You know, we're out there and we're fighting for Black Lives Matter. So right. when, you know, when people that are fighting for Black Lives Matter, they are fighting against um, ab abuse from police, right. basically. Okay. You know, so and, you know, there's people that, you know, of course, um, do see the injustices, but they still turn a blind eye. And evidently she was one of them, wow. you know, so but um, and, and it was funny because some of the people came to my defense and it, it was no need, you know, and then she ended it as she was walking away with her dog. She says she even said to me, um, do you live over here? Wow. Questioning me about the area on the Upper East Side. And lastly, she was like, well, what's your name, Shaniqua? Are you serious? <laughs> wow. wow. So yeah. I was like, wow. okay. Then wow. I was like, okay, Karen. Okay, Becky. And I left it at that. She went walking. So, wow. But anyway, it's, you know, it was it was a cool exchange. You know, it wasn't, I didn't use no profanity because that's not what I do. Right. But, you know, if someone has the floor and they're speaking and you're heckling, what do you, you know? And sometimes we ignore it, but this woman was just really showing her privilege so but that's it wow. that's it but yeah like i said we're going to discuss the that's moratorium that's, um, that's that ends ended today and uh we're going to talk about that as we zoom in on the rest of the you know our dialogue today okay. just going to say hello to uh renee harrison is in the house hey black thank you for best tuning in. Uh, like a black best friend okay got it <laughs> emily johnson rude she has behavior issues wow. yes, yeah. she does uh, good evening, Nitra, and that's Emily Johnson and Nigel Sandra in the chat. That's what's happening. Yeah, awesome. Stan. Stan with yeah, me. Yeah, I had a uh, busy week this week. Uh, we had a meeting in Ravenswood, um, you know, with the residents there and still have an issue with um, the resident council president there, um, who I believe is for the blueprint, you know, so we had our meeting and brought out some great information and I'm um, doing something a little different now. Instead of um, Justice for All trying to do all the outreach ourselves, uh, which is difficult to do as we are a small, relatively small organization. Uh, we're putting some of the um, 
the responsibility onto the residents. So now okay. we're giving them the flyers, and we're letting them hand out the flyers to their, to their neighbors. And uh, we want them to eventually run the meetings. It shouldn't be that I'm coming in here speaking or Kristen mm -hmm. speaking. We want the residents to actually get the information first, learn it, and then be able to present it, which I think would be much more powerful yeah. uh, for the residents to hear it from their neighbors awesome. you know, as far as the blueprint's concerned. So I went back out um, Friday and met with maybe six, seven residents from Ravenswood. Deja was out there um, at the first meeting and um, some of the other residents and actually some of the board members wow. from the resident council president um, situation came out and got some flyers. Okay. You know, so we had about a two-hour discussion about the blueprint mm -hmm. and um, really gave them some education. So they're going to go back to their resident council president Good. and ask, well, why are you really against um, Justice for All or Stan? Mm -hmm. You know, when really all we're doing is giving out information that right. y'all are not getting, you know, from your resident council president. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think there's... Um, a territorial thing, you know, sometime between the resident council presidents and organizations they organize. Always. And, um, and then she brought up the fact that, um, well, you don't, they don't live in NYCHA. Mm. So I had to explain to her that I, have, I was born and raised in NYCHA. Right. You know, I was born in Lafayette Gardens. Mm. Uh, when I was first born, I spent 25 years of my life living in NYCHA. Wow. Uh, my father died in, in Lafayette Gardens. He spent 50 uh, some odd years living in NYCHA. And you don't have to come from NYCHA to exactly. care about the issue. You, exactly. you should be happy that people that don't live in NYCHA are concerned enough about wow. NYCHA to really get on board. You know, they also brought up the dynamics of racism. You know, we have, um, mm -hmm. so just for all, it's very diverse. You have right. white members, you have yes. black members. You know, so color should not matter. If you're a right. white person, you know, but you're coming to NYCHA, into right. Ravenswood, to mm -hmm. advocate then that should be looked at mm -hmm. as a beautiful thing. It yeah. shouldn't be looked at as, you know, who are they? Are they outsiders? They care because if NYCHA goes, it affects the whole entire borough. It affects the whole entire city. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not something that just NYCHA residents should be concerned about. It's our fight. Right. And last but not least, uh, we're, we're dealing with the um, resident council president situation over here at Queensbridge. Once again, the largest housing development in the entire country. So they're having an election, and the election... Was that you, Sandra? I'm, I don't yeah, know. Turn your head, turn your head. It might be me. Turn your head. Yes, yeah. it might. Okay. <laughs> and so, okay. and so um, it's voter suppression. You know, they, 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 they um, was going to do the election initially um, online. You know, so big shout out to Congressman Callum Maloney and Ernie. Ooh, you know, give us some. She um, has been going through a dialogue, the office is dialoguing back and forth with NYCHA. And now we was able to move it where the vote was is going to be in person for four hours. You know, and um, and they had the um, folks had their nomination session um, this past week, so the people got nominated. Mm -hmm. um, I understand April Simpson is running again, um, okay. so there's some issues there with that. Is that is Queensbridge? That, this is Queensbridge. Okay. You know, and so you know, again, how can you have a, a whole entire election in New York City just a little while ago, mm -hmm. and folks could vote vote online, they could vote early, they could do this, they could do that. But when it comes to NYCHA residents, you limit us to four hours of vote from four to eight. Mm -hmm. You know, so what happens to the residents that they have to go to work? Yeah. What happens to the residents that maybe just can't make it during that time? You know, so are you disenfranchising yeah, residents in the, in the largest housing development in mm -hmm. the country? And if you're doing that, why are you doing that? Do yeah. you want to get a resident council president in there that will be in favor of the blueprint? You know, right. So that they can actually promote the, the campaign that they're doing. So there's a lot of sneaky, shaky yeah. stuff that's going on. They should model, I know this is your time, but they should model after the board elections and let people do absentee ballots. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. if you are at work between four and eight or trying to get home, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not an all-day thing. Right. So do that or do some early votes. Something. Do something a little different so everybody can cast their ballot. Because that's messy. Right. And a great majority of people um, in the development don't even know there's an election happening. Right. So it's just... You know, it's just another example of uh, NYCHA's criminal activity yeah. and the way that they're Systemic. treating residents. And, 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 you know, it's just it's nonsense. But I'm also going to mention we're going to be suing Queensbridge. Okay, we're yeah, give them some. Um, I think in, in August we're going to have a lawsuit. Um, we're beginning to work on residents in Ravenswood to have a sort of lawsuit in Ravenswood. Awesome. Then also in Astoria. Then also on Woodside. You know, so we got to keep fighting, folks. This is not... Um, a, a, a short battle This fight's gonna be Going on for a while You know So it's not gonna be No immediate solutions You know But we need to fight Because they're gonna come back With this blueprint You know In the fall Or mm. I think in December right. And we gotta really fight Or it will be the end I need to repeat it It will be the end Of mm. public housing yeah. In New York City If we do not win this fight That's and, true. and for generations We'll be ashamed And we should be I mean We should be looked right. at terribly yeah. If we don't fight like it's our last fight you for know? the only for the, uh, true affordable exactly, housing at that exactly so residents if you're listening please get involved with this fight ask your resident council president what is their position mm. on on the blueprint you know <laughs> get the information <laughs> yourself you know because in many cases they're not representing what the residents really want and there's yeah. a reason why you know we're we're passing that today so wow. that, that might wait 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 you got one more thing to talk about Oh, I will actually you talk about the book? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Come yeah, on. So, uh, yeah, How dare uh, you? How dare yeah. you? You didn't even do it on your other yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, what's that about? Hip-hop, health, yeah, and yeah. politics. So, Come on, Stan. Uh, yeah. I, I want to announce um, I'm having a, a book that's coming out. I published it about 10 years yes. ago called But for the Grace of God. Mm. And um, we're having a second edition coming out now. Okay. And um, for those who don't know, I've had a, quite an interesting life. I'm, mm. I had to overcome drug addiction. Okay. I had to overcome homelessness. Okay. Uh, I was a single dad. Mm -hmm. um, had a very successful career in real estate, but mm. also led to me being investigated by the FBI at one point. Wow. I was exonerated, you know, Amen. but just the stress of all of that yeah. um, really can take you out. You know, mm -hmm. so it's only but for the grace of God that Amen. I was able to survive uh, those situations and be able to do what I'm doing today. You know, yeah. so I'm very, very thankful. Um, I'm thankful to be alive. You know, yeah. people trying to kill me. It was just a long, wow. long yeah. drawn out. A good, a good book. Might, a, might turn into a movie, screenplay yeah, well, or something. We got, yeah. we got, uh, we got some, some executives in here. They got yeah. some, some movie deals yeah. out here. So yeah, Gary Facts. Gary D. Yeah. Stan's life. Yeah, Stan the man. The life. Yeah. Of stand the man. Yes, God is yeah. great. God yes, is great. amen. You came, yeah. All right. Well, I didn't want you to mess like miss that, right? Because that's very important. And the cover, the cover's different. Yeah, it's a different it's a, cover. Yeah, it looks more, good. More, more updated. updated. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I don't glasses wear, on. Yeah, I don't wear the hats no more like uh -huh. I used to. So I had to, okay. had to make it more more updated. All right. What's that, Mike Jones? Money, Mike. Oh, I'm just over here pitching if I'm in that book. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, like I always say, my week went by smooth. Mm. Smooth. 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 That's smooth. Mike. Smooth. smooth Mike. Mm -hmm. We got a little smooth Mike. Family time this week, you know, aunt, uncle. Mm. You know, we had a little time spent with each other. And, um, Talking to the mic, man. Oh, you can't hear me? Thank you. It just okay, sounds yeah, better. I had a little family time this week. But, um, yeah, because, you know, you're trying to get it together with the family. You know, everybody should understand that their family is important, right. you know, and that you should always try to gather this rapport with your family no matter what. And, um, but besides that, you know, I got, um, I'm not sure yet. I know on my casting network page, you know, my acting page. Okay. I got this organic talent people that's 
I guess came together with my page because they sent me an email. Okay. So hopefully they're gonna be my agents. I ain't signed a contract yet, mm. but you know, hopefully, you know, things work out smooth, you know. We got see Mike on, on the big screen soon. Smooth Mike. You know, yeah, he's I'm been like, in some scenes already, right, so right, yeah. Right. It's time for some real acting mode. You know? Yeah. But um yeah, emphasize that. Maybe you know. raising Canaan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why mm-hmm. not? Well, Fifty be, Cent, come on, check well, out our brother. I'm gonna play Stan. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, younger when yeah. you were younger, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I like that. He yeah, right. he's putting this, he's putting this, this thing in now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta consider it. Yeah, consider me instead. Come on, we gotta keep it right, in um, All right. Yeah. And with Stan, I don't understand why people always say that. You don't live at night, you're like, why you do this, why you do that? I mean, it doesn't mm. matter if you live exactly. at night. Exactly. Right. I mean, I think that's something that they use um, as a diversion. Yeah. You know, to say, okay, well, you don't have to listen to him mm. or really listen right. to his information. Right. Because really, it's not about me. It's not mm. about whether I live at night or not. It's whether we want the blueprint or not. So mm. that's well, not I, think, I think what that is, is it's, it's stupidity, right? And it's the <laughs> Jedi mind trick. Call it like it is, Yeah, right. it's stupidity because, you know, you're looking at NYCHA as the development, Right. When someone wants to help NYCHA or advocate for NYCHA that doesn't live in NYCHA, they're recognizing the human uh, issue Absolutely. in NYCHA. They're, they're recognizing that people are suffering, right? And if you recognize that people are suffering, you ain't got to be in NYCHA. Exactly. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. It's got to be a human being. You just got to be a human yeah, being. Right. So That's people that say that stuff are stupid people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's you territorial, like Stan right. said earlier. Right. It's territorial. Right. Yeah, territorial. Oh, well, you don't live in NYCHA. Well, no, I don't have to live in NYCHA to right. know that, you know what? You got a problem. And maybe my voice might help. Right. And other people's voices. The more voices you have, the more help you got. Right. Absolutely. We yeah. ain't turning down nothing. We ain't leaving no voice on the table. Need table. more soldiers yeah. always. Right, right. Yeah. Allies, whether yeah. you live in night or not. Yeah. And that's what it's fight. made up. That's right. what it's made up of. Yeah. 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 People. Yeah. Speaking of people, mm-hmm. from what I understand, people are about to be getting evicted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Well, Go on, the, what's going on, Sandra? Well, it's today, the moratorium. Uh, expired for eviction. So um, Congress, they are um, in meetings still, uh, you know, but they have left, but there's people that are camped out at the Capitol spending the night trying to get a session, you know, in place. I watched something Friday. I shared on my page, maybe I'll put it on the One Night Your page, that they were talking about, um, you know, that the meetings that they were just having on Friday, I don't know why I sound static, it should have been done um weeks ago months ago and they were actually calling out the democrats Mm. which when you listen to it is like wow you know what i'm saying but everyone knew this was coming and we really need you know and then with the erap money right the um the funding for people that are behind in their you know their rent and mortgages or whatever that funding is not being you know, dispersed. Right, right. So that's a problem. So, you know, things need to be revamped for people to, you like with the application, I was helping a senior the other day and they didn't have everything they needed and they had made like three different calls and by the time they got through the call, they had to hang up because they didn't have it because they didn't have a computer. You know, we right. was doing it in the hallway right. and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just really sad because the funds are available, but it's a very small percentage that, you know, has received the funding. So what are we going to do? Because right. we have a homeless crisis in this country and this will exacerbate it. So they're trying to get it extended to the end of the year. But even with it extended to the end of the year, if you're behind 
and you can't come from behind, you're still going to be in the same predicament at the end of the year. Right. So what do we do? And now that this is in effect, right, how much time do people have before they're actually evicted? Well, that's a state. That's most likely a state thing, but... Well, There's a thing called housing court. Well, you got to go to house. They got to take you into court and okay. you got to answer your summons and you go back and forth to court. I mean, it's not like if they give you the eviction notice, you're out the next day. If you don't answer, right. if you get that notice, you better answer. Right. Show up to court because then if you don't, then the sheriff can. Because I, I was thinking what, what it was, what it was, was that these eviction notices have been filed during the pro pandemic or something, you know, and they're already in court. And now that this happened, that mm-hmm. today is your deadline. Right. Like, people got, like, two weeks to get out or yeah. a month to get out. or So it's still going to go through the same eviction System. process. But let's be clear, because something you brought up, it makes very much sense. So there have been some eviction proceedings that happened post-pre-pandemic, really? right? right? Like before. So those had a stay, right? right? Because of the moratorium. So those will probably be the first cases being picked up. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. these people either got to, hopefully they got their rent in order or, so those would be the first, pretty much the first cases, the cases that have already been filed. And then the new cases um, will be coming in. But also Just Fix did something yeah, I also saw, I I for that. people yeah. mm-hmm. um, to help them do like the hardship. Like if you have a disability um, and, and anything with COVID, those people, they're okay to August 31st, even though the moratorium expires on August first today right those people that filed that hardship with the landlord in the court and just um what's it just fix am i saying it right just Just fix fix, new york they actually the way they did it it went to the landlord as well as the court so they can't start a process till after the 31st also what they did with just fix they were actually allowing, helping people do the HP actions. Right. They stopped that. The court stopped that because they, you know, you don't have to, you didn't have to pay with Just Fix to right. file the courts. They knocked that out. Wait a minute now. First of all, I sit on the board of Just Fix, so and I want to give a big shout out because they've been extremely yeah. important in my organizing work. And I right. did see that that new tool that they have mm-hmm. on, on the app, you know, but you're telling me now that they, they took away the HP action part of it? The, the ability to pay that right. fee for you. Right. The, I, I'll show you some emails. You I'll send to you. you gotta, yeah. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Wow. Anything to hurt the people. Right, right. Brenda says uh, she's organizing a national march on Washington to keep public housing public, Section 9, more information pending. Okay. So she's doing a national march. Yes, right. yes, yes. And Justice Falls involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kristen is uh, working very hard with Brenda and uh, Ramona Seeker. Mm-hmm. and some of the other folks. Seek is going to be involved. It's going to be a collection of many mm-hmm. different organizations that are going to go. We hope to bring a bus mm-hmm. uh, from Queensbridge and, and Ravenswood and Astoria because we got to make this a national mm-hmm. issue. You know, it's definitely, it is a national issue. It's not it is, just yeah. here. Yeah. In right. New York City, this is right. all around the country. They're really trying to end mm-hmm. public housing. Right. And they need to be building more of it, mm-hmm. especially in this time where we actually facing an eviction, a moratorium, and people being put on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a, you need public housing now more than ever. You right. don't need less of it. You need more of it. You know, because what are we going to do with these um, folks? Are we going to have right. even a greater homeless crisis than we already have now? Right. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to see people encamped on the street now. Yeah. Uh, which you haven't really seen in New York, you know, for years. Right. You know, I'm seeing right. that come back. You know, so can we imagine if we don't find a solution to this issue, what we're going to look like a few months from now? Yeah, it's going to be frightening. And so, with this, va- sorry, no, with ahead, this variant, ahead. right, that's coming, the COVID the, thing, right, right? The variant, right? 
they're moving the people, the unhoused, out of the hotels back into congregate um, shelters, which is dangerous because right. there's a great percentage that's not vaccinated. So, and this is just the city trying to reopen up, right? The best way and, and to make money, but you're going to lose lives. Right. You know, you're going to make more people sick. And lastly, HUD Secretary Fudge, right. female Fudge, I can't think of her first name, so I can put it in the chat. When they were talking about the numbers of the percentage of people that received the ERAP, she had no clue. She doesn't really? even know. So what does this wow. say? The Secretary of HUD doesn't really know the facts. Well, I, that's, that speaks volumes. Uh, I think, and I think that we have a twofold volumes. problem here because I'm going to ask this question across the table and to see if you know, right? Because there, uh, NYCHA is one thing, but the evictions are affecting people that aren't in NYCHA. Absolutely. Everybody. Okay. So let's say I'm a landlord, right? And mm -hmm. I have a building, right? And let's say a three-family building. And no one's been paying rent for the last year and a half mm. right now, right? Right. Was there a moratorium on me being or me paying the mortgage on that building? Because remember, the landlord pays the mortgage. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right? So was there a stop on him uh, also? To my knowledge, uh, I know some folks who own homes. So they've been given uh, something of a break up to this point. You know, but what they really should have did was cancel the rent, mm. and they should have canceled the mortgage. Well, it yeah. was cancel rent, cancel mortgage. Those are, yeah. Right, and they should have, you know, because they, they are, you may, on top of having the evictions, can you imagine if we mm. also have a foreclosure crisis? Is that, that's what evictions. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, which means now you're going to have um, an economic crisis, like yeah. we had in 2006, you know, right. and we're going, we're facing that at this very moment. Right. right. And that's what I'm driving at. Yeah. I'm like... On top of that, you're going to, you know, my landlord, I know he's a private landlord, right? Mm -hmm. He was lucky enough that, you know, his tenants were able to pay rent during the situation. But if right. we hadn't been, right. it had been a year and a half right. that we wasn't paying right. rent. Right. And he was, he mm -hmm. would have to cover the mortgage. Right. right. And he couldn't evict you. And right. he couldn't evict right. me. Right. 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 Yeah. right. So, right. you know. So there is some funding for them also. They're trying to help them. But what they were trying to say also, I think it was uh, Maxine Waters and everything. Those people can actually go to the bank, get loans and help, as opposed to a tenant. Right, sure. They can't go get that. You right. know what I'm saying? Because they right. have no equity. Right. So that's they the. They still have to pay that loan back themselves, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. it's something, if you have to, it's some funding for everyone. 100%. It's some funding for everyone. Yeah. So you just have to apply. Just like with the small businesses, there was funding, but people at black small business or minority small businesses didn't know how to get it. Didn't didn't have help to get it. Right, they didn't right. know how to file, and people were getting that money. Now, rich businesses or people that knew how to get it was getting the money and actually had to give the money back. Some of them. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got a million dollar company, or you a millionaire. You didn't you didn't need it, but you was just taking it because it was there to take. Right, right. So right. and you was getting a doozy of a check too. Yeah. You know, I know some, some gave it back, some didn't. Right. Yeah, some people I know they got like hundred fifty, yeah. hundred sixty thousand yeah. dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And didn't started, need it. Yeah. Didn't need it. And they started a whole new life. Yeah. <laughs> they started right, right. a new business. And yeah. you know what? We've seen businesses close. Absolutely. And we've seen businesses places open, open up yeah. in that same spot. Right. Or right. you've seen businesses that were, I know on 14th Street, is a, it's a cardware-like store that sells like household goods. They closed. It was a really nice size. They have a little small store now, right? Right, right beside it, a small space. Right. Just right. to keep the business. Right. But everything is like really market, like up. Right. It's marked right. up. Right, right, But right. they lost, you know, they couldn't afford it. So. Right. Right. These and are how are we opening time. up in this with this variant, with this pandemic still raging? You, you know what I'm saying? You should extend the moratorium. But here's the thing what they didn't do. 
They should have gave a stimulus check every month. I think if they did something every month, people wouldn't have been so behind. I know they're giving money to families, you know, with kids, little right. kids, right. you know, to help get out of poverty. But some people, you're helping them get out of poverty, but they still can't pay their rent. Right. And right. here's the next thing you're going to have. Okay, so now this month ended the, was the moratorium, right? It's today. Next it's month, right. unemployment. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. unemployment ends next month. Next right. month, right. The, the 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 benefits from that were coming from the government right. that ends in September. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you got evictions, and people ain't got no money. Right. Yeah. No I can't more. Wait to see right. how October look. Uh-huh. Halloween. I can't wait to see how October. Look. No, it's right. Be, um, like, what, yeah. what are we looking at now? We're looking at um, a national crisis. Yeah, um, we're already in one, well, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's gonna just get worse. We're gonna right. down a deep hole. You know, yeah. we don't really. Reverse course, um, it's going to be tragic out here. It already is tragic, but it will just get worse. Yeah, because it's got to be. There's got to be prep time, and I know everybody knew that the September was coming and so on and so forth. But also, there needs to be prep time for people to get back on their feet, for them to find jobs. You know, uh, the job situation kind of depends on what industry you go into. Right. Some industries, there's a lot of jobs. You know, right. like restaurant industry. Because you got to remember, two things happened with this pandemic situation, right? Uh, Half a million people died, straight up, which yeah. means that's basically a half a million jobs that are open. That's basically a half a million apartments or places people. You understand know what I'm saying? Right, right. So there's a big void in terms of a lot of industry because the airline industry doesn't have enough pilots to fly. Right, mm-hmm. right. They're canceling flights because there's not enough pilots to fly the planes anymore. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Whether right. You know, a lot of pilots died or retired or whatever happened. And people wasn't but, flying. And people wasn't flying. Couldn't fly. So couldn't fly. So that's become a big problem. So it kind of depends on what your industry is. But right. there are jobs that are out there. But, you know, people also have to get up and go, you know what? I got to get back to work. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, I need to go out and go to work. You know, that, that needs to happen. Yeah. That $400 check every week is a very nice check to get. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the party's kind of over. But right. I think that the party shouldn't be over until the end of the year. I think mm-hmm. it should be a December thing, and it should be like really like, yo, y'all, listen. After this, well, things are back to normal. Here, I guess you know, you can't go on forever. You know, just how yeah. we make right. this transition from where we are now to when the unemployment stops and yeah. all these things, and uh, how are we going to do that? Yeah, but yeah. what about the people that did go to work and the hours were cut? Right, right. They right. kept a job, but the hours are cut. When right. the hours are cut, you still got the same bills. Your yeah. bills are not. And cut. they got and they got partial unemployment. Exactly. Right, because right. that depends, that thing yeah. depends. Yeah, yeah. They were able to get like the the four hundred dollars as long as they didn't work a certain amount of hours a week. They were able to still like. Right. Get or they that. got people like right. my, 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 I have a, um Lanier. She's like a European traveling company agency. She's like a CEO of that company, and mm. Europe's still closed. She can't even open a book. Okay. She can't even open a book company back up right now because Europe still well. America's still like Europeans can't come into America basically. Right, 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 so, right, right, right. She can't even do nothing with her company. So there goes so that's a dead industry. Yeah. For her. Yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So and you have this story over and over again because that's what you got. You got industries that are gonna open up and it's good, but travel industry, big problem. Yeah. yeah. Big problem because yeah. they're talking about a couple of things are going on with this thing. One, they're talking about going door to door to knock on door to door to see if you uh are vaccinated or mm. to persuade you to become vaccinated um, just to apply a little pressure. They're not making you do it, but they're starting to do this door-to-door thing where they're just checking to see if you are and then giving you reasons why you should be. You have every right that when they come onto your property <laughs> to go, 
I'm good and close the door. You mm. don't have is to answer any questions. Is that the contact tracing? Right. Huh? Is that similar to the contact it's, tracing? It's similar to the contract t- tracing. Yeah. You have it's your property, mm. no trespassing. Close the door. You know what I'm saying? So they're starting to do that. I'm not, you know, I'm not anti-vaccine or pro-vaccine. You know what I'm saying? In in what I'm saying here on the show, mm-hmm. you know, every it's personal. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Sure. You know what right. I'm saying? So we we got to be beware of this that's going on. I got this uh, apartment in the Bronx that I yeah. wanted to play. Yeah, let's, let's see that. Let's, let's see that. Do you want to see that? Yeah, yeah really you set crazy. it up. Let's go. Yeah, it's this thing on, on, on News 12 okay. that I got. I'm going to play a little music under it just so okay. it'll throw the algorithm off. But um, here it is. It's pretty wild. Okay. A couple from here in the borough is begging for help today, saying they and their children are dealing with deplorable living conditions their NYCHA home. They have leaks, mold, and they've gotten little to no help. News 12's Faith Graham taking us inside the home and has their story. Kadeem Campbell and his family have been living in the Melrose houses for more than seven years, but within the last two months, he says it's been chaos. Campbell says the wall in his children's room has flooded with water from busted pipes in his kitchen. The wall unable to be painted over because of how soggy it is. You can see in this video that Campbell shot water coming straight into his two daughters bedroom. The room flooded while they were asleep inside. Both daughters have severe asthma and other health issues, unable to live in these conditions. He says they haven't been able to be in their room for three weeks. The painting that sheds, you know, across the room, it, um, it, it triggers her asthma. The coughing, my daughter, she deals with a nosebleed. That could trigger her nosebleed too. As at some point in time when my kids need me, you know, I just wish they was here where I could just automatically, you know, soothe them. Campbell said he has several tickets filed with NYCHA and they have come to paint and plaster the walls, but they either don't finish the work or they run into a new problem, delaying the fix even further. In Melrose, Faith Graham, News 12. Now, we did reach out to NYCHA to learn when they can expect these issues to be fixed. They say there's no active leak at this time, but they what? will work on scheduling additional it. repairs. That's NYCHA. And there you go. Uh, wow. There you go. Right. And that's, that's happening sad. in the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. And that's not. Everywhere. Yeah, right. I was going to say that's not yeah. isolated, yeah. sadly. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. And there's no active leak, you know, like, come on. Now. No, you know what it is? They didn't find it. Oh, they didn't find it. They yeah. didn't find the active yeah. leak. Yeah. They didn't want to. And what I want to say um, is that, you know, again, growing up in public housing, uh, when I first, my family moved in public housing, it was a very, very beautiful place, mm-hmm. very well kept. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was inspections on a regular basis. Yep, uh, they, they maintained everything. There was three every three years. You had a paint, paint job. job. Yep. You know, all, it, all, all, all this kind of stuff. Yes. And now, <laughs> over decades mm-hmm. and decades of disinvestment, you get the situation that you're having now. And I really want folks to really think about this. This is done on purpose. Mm-hmm. It was done intentionally mm-hmm. to make these apartments so unlivable, you know, so the HUD, they won't pass a HUD inspection. Mm-hmm. Hence, they've come forth with RAD and the Blueprint mm-hmm. and all these other yeah. schemes and scams, you know. Yeah. So think about that. They're letting yeah. people die on purpose. This is yeah. purposely done Systemic. for decades, for decades. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. And we should be outraged by that. It should be a, it should be a national outrage, whether you live in NYCHA or not. It mm-hmm. should be upsetting that anyone in New York City lives like that. Yeah. I remember when I moved from one building to another in 2015, and there was no rack in the bathroom for the clothes. I had to take the one from out of my apartment. They had no shit. They don't give you no shades no more. Like, everything they used to do, all they do is strip, 
you know, wax, paint, you know, clean it up. But that's right. it. Like it was so much you had, you know, you would get. And then it was like some problems, you know, like we walked, did a walkthrough in a new apartment. And I'm like, OK, well, look at this door. You better document this. Like, you know, certain things that I had to to show and expose. But they basically will move you out of one place into another or move a new tenant in with the bare minimal. Like, right. where's the shades? Right. right. Like some people move into an apartment and that's all they got. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing. Right. No furniture, no nothing. Some people just move in with a mattress. It doesn't matter. Right. But no, sh- not even no shades. Like right. really, really. Right. Right. Horrible. And no if people moving into apartments, they are, they're messed up themselves. Yeah. You know, so you as soon as I have residents that I work with, that that has happened to where they got moved from one apartment into another apartment, and their new apartment is already messed up as soon as they got there. You know, so. They're not even doing the work to make sure that the apartments are habitable mm-hmm. before they move people in. You know, so just think about that. That's mm-hmm. just criminal. People should be going to jail. Of course. Of there course. There should be people doing jail time for what's happening. Yeah. So this march you guys are doing on Washington, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, what well, that's about and how you guys are organizing? Yeah, we, um, we, uh, there's a petition circulating around. Um, Ramona's, Ramona's a big part of this. Um, Justice for I know various other organizations, SICA, um, so we haven't folks sign a petition, first and foremost, to say that we don't want public housing. We need the residents to sign, although you don't got to be a resident to sign. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the petitions are so important is that Greg Russ is saying that he's engaging with residents mm-hmm. and that he spoke to X amount of residents. He probably spoke to less than 2,000 people, mm-hmm. you know, and all of this time that he's been doing this so-called engagement. So you want to be able to show that we have 10,000, 15,000 mm-hmm. um, signatures of people that don't want the blueprint. So mm-hmm. we could have documented evidence that uh, there's a large majority that don't want it. And then then we're going to go to Washington and say, you know what, this is a national issue. You know, we can't let it be isolated to just New York or Mm -hmm. any other. I mean, it's just everywhere. You know, we got to come together as a national movement, you know, which is a struggle. You know, it's very difficult to get organizations to work together. Uh, There's always, you know, we all fully aligned and issues and Mm -hmm. such, but we're going to have to figure out a way to get around all of that. Uh, to make this a national fight, you right. know, to bring it to the forefront and pressure, you know, um, HUD to do the right thing, right. which is give the full funding, you know, right. so that there will be no need to have these talks about privatization whatsoever, right. you know. Right. So we got to make it national. We yeah. have to make it a big national issue. Yeah, and these repairs that they would do if they repair our homes, they also create jobs for people. Like some of our youth and young people have the OSHA training and, and different trainers and right. skill set. You know, you can hire NYCHA residents to actually fix up the home if they're qualified you right. know, or train them. Right. The apprentice program or something, you know, because the work needs to be done. Right. You know, sure, we have right. we we have oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We yeah. have one. We have one. We have a resident um, in the Isaac houses. We have a resident um, what they call it maintenance man. Right. right. He lives there. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that can find leaks. Right. If he doesn't come look for the leaks. None of the other maintenance crew can find it. Okay. He's the one that can find the leaks. Right. It makes this makes no sense. Like they he's should, the plumber guy. Right. Like, right. But he okay. he no he's not. But he can find the leaks. He knows how to find. He knows how to. He knows what he's doing. One guy. He's that yeah. Because one a, lot, guy. a lot of these guys that oh, come out don't know. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, they're not qualified um, to do what they're being asked to do. Uh, they often leave, and it's the leaks behind the wall and the wetness right. and the moisture. It's so right. it's so rampant. Now, I want folks to know the blueprint will not solve all of that. No. They're not fixing elevators. They're not 
going and fixing pipes. They're giving you a cosmetic makeover yeah. at best, you know, with refurbished, temporary. you know, um, appliances. And the mold and all the issues that were there, still there. it's going to still be there. And you're not going to have NYCHA to, to hold accountable. Right. You got to private manage it. And that's, that's right. a totally different deal. Slumlord. Right. It's totally different. Well, I mean, with mold, right? I mean, mold isn't something you can paint over. Right. It's like you have to destroy the wall. Right. Basically, and rebuild the wall from not the bottom. Nature. They're not going to spend that kind of money mm-hmm. doing that, that kind then, of work. Then, that, then the mold continues to grow. Right. Right. Mold it grows. And in the chat room, you have uh, Orilda uh, Grenarina. Garina. She said, make sure they deduct the shades from your rent. Nitra, mm. that's what she's talking about there. Emily Johnson says, Nitra says they don't have the clothesline when you move in. It's because someone hung hung one up themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda Temple says Sika collected twenty thousand signatures against private citation in in two thousand eighteen. Wow! And that yeah. list is growing. Yeah. Renee Harrison says I agree. It is a national issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Someone hung Absolutely. themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big shout out to Doctor Fanani. Hung themselves. Hung themselves where? Well, you got. That's what it said. Nature to say they don't have clothesline when you move is because. No, no. Hung themselves. <laughs> no, the no, 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 no. Uh, hung uh, the clothesline uh, up. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Someone hung the clothesline yeah. up. Yeah. No, but they used to. They actually the used to give you. Themselves. They used to give you that. Oh, that yeah. rack. They right. must have voted wrong then, I guess. Yeah. This is how you read it, right? Yeah. How you received it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they yeah. used to. They used to be in the apartment when you move in. Not no more. So I had to take mines. Yes, it's it's um it's a shame. It really is. Okay. You know, but we need to really make this a national fire, as I stated earlier, and really get um everybody involved and all folks who don't live in NYCHA, you know, this is your fight too. You know, yeah. we need to repeal the the Fair Cloth Act, mm-hmm. which That's is what right. they put in place to end public housing and right. stop it. You know, we need no to more get, building. Right, we no need more to, building exactly, new public housing. We need to mm-hmm. get that change. And, and I think right. Chuck Schumer mm-hmm. on our last show, when actually he was here, he said that they were working on that. Repealing so um, it. Yeah. Chuck do you have a come right. through? We're still waiting to hear about the uh, the eighty billion, you know, mm-hmm. and this infrastructure bill. You know, right. I think we I think we may be in jeopardy. Um, I think that uh, Joe Biden and his wanting to be bipartisan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're worried that he may take some of that stuff out. You know, mm-hmm. and if, the, if it gets watered down right. and there's no money for NYCHA, you know, then all hell has to break loose. Yeah. You know, because we can't afford the wait. Mm-hmm. We can't afford ten more years of this. We right. we will be dying. You yeah. know. In our apartments, you know, and so we we hope he has to deliver. Mm. We put you in there, Biden. You have to deliver. Don't don't let us out. Don't cut us out mm. to um, appease these Republicans. Mm. Another thing I want to work on, and um, maybe we could work on it together, justice for all, and in one nature. How they're doing contract contact tracing for COVID? They need to survey the NYCHA residents their health, because remember when we had the doctor on last week. People are stricken with asthma, lead poisoning, other certain upper respiratory um, illnesses, cancers and stuff like that. You're not getting these things from being at work or some some of these illnesses are coming from where you live at. Because you spend the most time at your home. So it's things I want to work on. We'll talk a little later and raise this awareness so they can start doing a study to see. Because you, you have to have the data. Right. You know, you have to have the statistics before you can really do something. Because if NYCHA is actually literally killing us slowly, the residents need to know. Yeah, you I mean, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I remember uh, one thing he said, Raj, Raj Flores, Roger Flores, mm, Roger Flores. Um, mm. uh, a thoracic surgeon. Yes. He said um, the 80, that they already know 
uh, Governor Cuomo, they did a study, he said, mm-hmm. and I'm quoting him, you know, that um, the 83% of the apartments are uninhabitable. Right. And they know it. Mm-hmm. And they've known it for a while, you know, and so. But we got to find out if you got sick. Right, right. In these apartments. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's probably our seniors. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's just, it's bad. No, it's, it's, it's criminal. Yeah. I mean, I'm really, I mean, criminal. I, I can't imagine or believe in the so-called richest country in the world. And yeah. we live in one of the, the richest, richest city. cities mm-hmm. in the entire world. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is really happening. You know, yeah. it's, it's beyond comprehension. Oh, wait, Mike, you did read that right. Hold on. She said, NYCHA says they don't have clotheslines when you move in is because someone hung themselves okay. with the line. Okay. Mike actually did read that. Okay. Right. I had to go and read All right, Mike. Is that what it Money was? Money, Mike. Like? He said, uh, people, people, he said uh, reading is fundamental. I didn't see it, but okay. Yeah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. He's, okay. But I, Thank you, Mike. I, I mean, is, is, is the clothesline that strong? I mean, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Because you could actually do like, you know, bring it down, bring it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is a nice, strong line. Yeah, listen, they're going to take a shower curtain poles too. Make a great jump rope. Make a great jump rope. You can hang yourself with a shower curtain pole. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, right. yeah, that's that's uh, so, another thing. So now you want to? Okay, let, let let me get this straight because I love this. This is just so asinine, really, right? Okay, so you want to keep me from killing myself, right? Right. But you want to kill me with mold and mm-hmm. asthma, right. right? Right. Is that accurate? Right. right. That's exactly. I want to slowly kill you. Kill you. Right. Yeah. This is a quick kill. Right. Right. We don't want you to speed it up and end your suffering, right? right? Which you know, I mean, if you're gonna commit suicide. Listen, you're gonna do it. That's kind. Of, you've made yeah. a decision, right? right? right. You made a decision, whatever, right? We don't right. want to talk about right. yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't want. I'm gonna tell you how to do it, right? 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 You know, just failed suicides also, right? Ooh. Of course, yes. People that don't do it right, and yeah. you know, God bless they you because God didn't want to take it, but they right. messed up too. Right. But yeah, and then you know, yeah, you're gonna go. You gotta commit. Right. I'm joking. Uh, All right. right. So anyway, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, so they took the clothesline out. So people don't hang themselves? What, what Are you going to nail the windows shut so or people don't jump many, out? Like, how many on, developments, how many apartments right. in one person? Right, right, like, right. come on right. now, come on now. And I mean, that had to have been a sturdy pole, right. to be honest. Cause right. Damn sturdy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Or a skinny person. Yeah. Right, right. Now, come on. Michael, when I was a kid, I used to you know, try to play them things. That things fell on yeah. me. Yeah, man. Yeah, they not, they come not on. that. Yeah, yeah there's, oh. no, there's no logic behind many of the decisions that NYCHA makes. You know, it's really mm. completely illogical, 100%. That and Emily no says another from genocide, another yeah. form of yeah. genocide. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, what it is. Yeah. absolutely. Black and brown people call it what it is. And the media should be ashamed. I'm mm. gonna call them out, like we call elected the officials out. And we have um, Channel 12. Thank God they did that clip. And we have um, Monica who does some time mm. cover it. But Channel Two, Four, Five, Seven, you know, the major media. Mm. Does not really cover this, yeah. you know, like they. Lisa really, Evers does some stuff too, right. you know. I think she's with five. Yeah, so. but if if yeah. this was anybody else, mm-hmm. or any um, if this was not people of color, mm-hmm. you know, this would be a national news right. story on CNN oh, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, why yeah. is Don Lemon covering yeah. this? You know, yeah. I haven't seen right. Don Lemon do a show on on public housing at all. I, I, I want to thank Emily. Mm-hmm. Johnson She's from 700 Strong too Cause I was looking For a word mm-hmm. And that's what it is and that, and that narrative Needs to change really Cause it is genocide yeah. Exactly what it is It is genocide 
you know, and I don't think they use that word enough. No. But they should. Right. You know what I'm saying? It should be part of the language every day that yeah. right. people in public housing, mm-hmm. are, are, uh, it, it is a genocide Something. that's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? They're right. they killing them slowly. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it, it, with, with, with their attempt to make them uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? You're killing people. Right. It, is, it is a genocide. No, no. Yeah. Purposely yeah. done. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, it's insidious, you know, yeah. and um, it's called absence. That's part mm-hmm. of the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually a part of it. Which you know, it's called, ab- it's called absence. You know, that, mean? that means a purposeful letting of an apartment fall into decay mm-hmm. on purpose. This yeah. is not, I want to make sure people are clear about that. This is not by design. And this is written into it's, the blueprint. It's written into the blueprint. So, really? so when we ask these resident council presidents, have you really read this? Mm-hmm. You know, do you really understand what it is? You know, why are you going out here promoting it? Mm-hmm. Half of them didn't read it. You right. know, it's a very complicated. Exactly. It's, it's not right. something you ain't going to read it in one day and right. really understand that. Right. You know, you almost have to be a lawyer, you know, right. to really mm-hmm. sit down and break it down. Mm-hmm. We sat with um, elected officials and they couldn't understand. Exactly. It. You know, so how are you going to vote for something that you don't understand yourself? That's right. why they had to pause it. Um, mm-hmm. in, in March, you know, mm-hmm. but they're, I guess, studying it now, mm-hmm. you know, so they can come back and, and reorganize and come back in the fall or, or mm-hmm. December right. to kind of push it through. But it's a very complicated thing. And public right. trust is not something you can easily understand. I've sat for. Or can trust. Right. Or mm-hmm. trust. I sat for two hours mm-hmm. in Ravenswood speaking to board members, you know, of the resident council president and, and they didn't understand it, you right. know, and after a while. When we said to them, let's just simplify it, you know, mm-hmm. it's a loan, you know, so mm-hmm. if you take out a loan and you don't pay the loan back, well, then what happens? Right. You know, so are we going to trust the public trust right. um, to actually <laughs> pay back the financing that mm-hmm. they're going to borrow, all this debt that they're going to put on these buildings, mm-hmm. you know, when we can't trust them now or right. NYCHA to find the millions of dollars that go missing right. every, every, every week. So yeah. these are the people we're going to trust. Right. And so if they don't pay it back, it's a foreclosure. Yeah. Now the bank owns it, and mm-hmm. now you're out. You know, right. just like any other foreclosure. So it's people need to look at it from simple terms. And NYCHA is very funny because even when they lease out the lease out, you know, or they give the buildings away to Rad and stuff like that, and give it to a, a, a management corp, they retain the land. They always keep the land, right? And they keep in the land because they know whoever has it is not going to keep it for the years that they. Signed up for, right? You know what I'm saying. So they 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 keeping that land, and and also we have to be mindful. I know when we fought against the infill proposal in 2015, and it went for years up to 2019, and we finally you know beat it. But you have to be mindful. Anytime bulldozers and all of that is coming to break ground in your development to do anything, it's dangerous, right? Because if your building has any cracks, it becomes unstable. The building is most likely going to have to come down, right? And and that's that's something that they are probably hoping that can happen. Sure, you know. And we was not going to let that happen. Like, right. We were ready to get in front of the bulldozers, but because it was supposed to break ground June of 2019, but right. the case went mute in the court. But you know, just to think about it, and like I told y'all before, we had a crane fall up the block. So we know what these, you know, what happens with construction, right? Especially with these buildings that were built in the '60s or '50s. You know how how stable is the foundation anyway? Right. And then you're going to bring all this new heavy duty equipment and drilling, and you know, right. no. So we just have to be mindful, and we have to think out of the box when they are bringing this to us, and right. and think of yourself, your safety first. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. 
I mean, you got to realize one thing, right? That the only thing real in real estate, and the reason why it's called real estate, is the land. Right. Mm -hmm. The building's not real. The right. house is not real. Right. Right. Real, real estate. It's a word. Real estate. The land is what's real. Right. Anything can be put on the land. Right. Right. The land is the canvas. Yeah. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? The canvas. Yeah, it is the canvas. It is the canvas, right? Mm -hmm. the, you can make anything. Yeah. As long right. as you own the land, you can put whatever you want on the land. If you look at New York City in the 1970s, you look mm -hmm. at New York City now, the canvas has changed. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. The only, the only thing people think that real estate is the house. Right. People think that real estate is the building. No, that's not real estate. Right. That's that it sits on the right. real estate. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right? right. But it ain't part of the real estate. Right. right. A right. lot of people yeah. own the house, but they don't own the land. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. They paying taxes. They paying taxes. You pay off that mortgage. It,